Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Meet the Host episode. I'm Bart Enenbaum. I'm a second-year MBA student here at Stern and the executive producer of Stern Chats. I'm very excited to be here together with our incredible group of hosts for Season 10 at Stern Chats. So please welcome Muyezira, Niha, Khalil, Charlotte, Matt, Haley, Ashley, Karat. I am very excited to be with you here today. Hi. Before we're starting to share with our listeners our own story, stories and interests. I wanted to give you a bit of an overview of the coming season and actually to assure you that listening to this coming season is probably one of the best choices you can make this year. We're going to cover topics like mental health, fitness, law, fashion, music, fintech, entrepreneurship, and many other topics that are on top of everyone's mind these days. I literally can't wait. So let's kick this off. Sitting next to me is the inspiring woman, Hayley Wilcox, who last year produced some very cool episodes for Stern Chats, and this year decided to share with us also her voice and curiosity being a host on our podcast. Hayley, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing okay. I was telling folks my bike got stolen this morning, so it's been a day. It's been morning, but I am awake. What do you feel like sharing with our listeners today? I would just say first, I'm so freaking excited to be a host this season. I'm excited to bring a playful, curious energy to the podcast. And I'd like to point out that I'm going to try to use my old stand-up material on our episodes this this uh, season. So get ready for some corny jokes. I'm so ready, Haley. What did you do before Stern? What's your passion? Yeah, so um, prior to Stern, I was actually in corporate finance. Um, I'm in the Langone program, so I'm a second year, and uh, I shifted from corporate finance to product management, um, which I'm so happy to have done that shift. Uh, Still in financial services, so um, it's a passion of mine, and we can kind of get into what I do later. But um, outside of work and school, um, my ethnicity is super important to me. So I'm Trinidadian and Italian. Um, it's very much so informed my upbringing. A huge basketball fan, uh, college basketball specifically. Uh, go Pirates. Um, and yeah, I love trying new workouts and, and new things. And I'm so happy to be here with you all today. We're so happy you're with us today. Let's move on to Charlotte. Charlotte, what about you? Tell us a little bit about your interest and your background. Yeah, sure. So <laughs> I don't know. This question is kind of funny to me because my interests go with my background pretty well. Um, I went to a liberal arts college, probably just because I was interested in a lot of different subjects and did a ton of internships during the summer in college. And, you know, one of my bosses asked me what thing I was really interested in at the time when I was a senior. And I said to him, you know, there's this new show called Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. I, I really just thought it was incredible that you can laugh for 30 minutes and have come out of it having learned something that mattered to the world. Um, and I basically did whatever I could to work there. And I started as an intern and was there for about three years, eventually as a research associate producer. Um, And then when I left, I took over 
monetizing, producing, and managing all strategy and business development for my sister's podcast. Um, she's a stand-up comedian. So I think the the common thread there really is learning, laughing, um, teaching in a really digestible way. And I'm just so excited to be on Stern Chats because it, it feels like such a comfort zone, but is also really a fun nervousness. I'm so juiced you're here with us this season. It's Me gonna too. Be really fun. <laughs> yeah. And Charlotte, I still remember when I asked you for the first time what you did before Stern and I didn't expect to get the answer you gave me. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I have the coolest class in the whole world. <laughs> oh, so, so good to have you with us. Oh, I love that. Let's move on to Karat. I grew up in Houston, Texas. I was raised by a single parent. I didn't say y'all enough and I wore too much black. So I came to NYU. <laughs> Uh, I studied media and psychology there. And while still an undergrad, I started working for an Israeli company called Tabula Bar. I know you, you've you heard of it. Uh, worked there for six years, had my own consultancy for one year, came to Stern to pivot into consulting, uh, elevator pitch. Um, but outside of that, I think I identify as she, her pronouns. I'm Pakistani American Muslim. I think... It's hard to say who am I. I identify in so many different buckets, but I'd like to think I'm a good person. Um, some of my hobbies, because I feel like that's a follow-up first date question. I really like working out. I enjoy hit classes and challenging myself. And I enjoy getting to meet new classmates. And so this is a great way to share more about myself and meet other people. Muyazira, what about you? So I was actually uh, born in Bosnia and... Uh, from the years of three to six, uh, due to the war that was happening in Bosnia, my family, uh, including my mom and my three sisters, uh, went to a refugee camp in Slovenia, where I spent those formative years while my dad was uh, back in Bosnia in the war. I moved to Richmond, Virginia at the age of 11, and I went to college at George Mason University. If you're familiar with Virginia, uh, it is as far north as I could get while being able to keep my in-state tuition. So um, I did software sales for eight years after college when I had an epiphany that I was bored, feeling pretty stuck and unchallenged. And so I decided to submit the late application for the NYU MBA Langone. Uh, convinced that I wasn't going to get in on the first try, I enrolled in a GMAT course at the time. Um, I got the acceptance letter. I was actually supposed to take the GMAT course in two days like, for the second time. So soon after... You yeah. are so lucky that yeah, you skipped awesome. it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite skip it. Uh, it was I was like gonna take it again because <laughs> um, uh, as I said I was convinced I wasn't gonna get it <laughs> um, so um, yeah when I got into Langone uh, soon after I had pivoted in my career and I was inspired to ask leadership to switch from sales into marketing and so for the last two years I've been a senior manager of marketing for my company and if asked what I'm doing right now, uh, I would say I'm in the middle of having another identity crisis in the present moment. And I have no clue what I want to do post-graduation. So I'm hoping experiences like this podcasting will lead to hopefully another epiphany or a big life change. Um, 
but my interests, I love to travel and I know everybody says that these days, but um, I've been six countries just this year alone uh, since COVID and I love running and I usually find it's a very necessary outlet for my thoughts. That's amazing. I also like believe if you're not having a weekly identity crisis, are you doing your MBA right? Um, <laughs> are you even here? <laughs> okay, good, good. That's good to hear. <laughs> so everyone, thinking about the last year at Stern, what makes your heart beat fast? I guess the first thing I think of was just this year at school. It was the first day and we had never been on campus before with that many people. Um, I had no idea how excited this would make me feel. And Andrew, Kim, and I, shout out to Kim, who's doing our sound. Thank you, Kim. Thank um, you. Yeah. <laughs> Him and I just started running around the school, like hugging everybody with these like childish grins on our faces, just so excited to see each other. I don't think you hugged me, Charlotte. Oh, no, I don't think I saw you then. <laughs> because if I know you and I know me and I know both of us, I would have hugged you. <laughs> but no, it was so much fun. And I don't know. I feel like, am I even allowed to say I was hugging or am I going to get in trouble? <laughs> if, if I get kicked out of Stern for hugging, that would be sad. But no, that was one of my favorite moments. It would make a great podcast. Kara, I would love to know your take on what makes you sweaty thing about last year. Um, what makes <laughs> my heart beat fast, John Benson? Um, I think, you know what? I think there's two things. One, when you're dating someone at Stern, maybe Charlotte, I don't know if you felt this way, but I personally, you hide your relationship. You go into a little study room because you don't know if it's real yet. You don't know if it's, you just caught feelings in an MBA. So just hiding the relationship on campus, like under your masks and coats, I think made my heart beat fast. Um, and then I also think thinking about recruiting hurts me. I'm helping the MBA ones now prepare for consulting and going through frameworks and casing and trying to make sure they, you know, don't die. And these poor little muffins are just so anxious. And I keep getting these flashbacks of being so anxious. I like ended up in the hospital for four days because I stressed myself out during first and second rounds of interviews. Like there's nothing medically wrong with me besides stress, which is insane and very expensive. Would not recommend. Um, so I would say John Benson and recruiting make my heart beat fast. Oh my God. I really identify with all aspects. Maybe not John, but definitely. The <laughs> part. And I would add on top of that accounting and finance and stats all made my heart beat fast. <laughs> But recruiting was the worst out of every 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 part. But we made it. Um, in addition to my professors, I would say that I mean my classmates definitely made my first year. Um, I would not have gotten through it without them. COVID was hard enough, right? And then you have these like awesome group of people around you. Um, and definitely this podcast. I mean, this was like one of the first things I did at Stern was producing last year, and I had I had so much fun. So yeah, definitely defined my by year one. I took a little bit of a different approach to Stern last year. Uh, so uh, I said goodbye to the States at the beginning of winter and moved to Costa Rica, which is where I remained until classes returned to in person. Um, I 
am so impressed by how good of a job everybody's doing. Uh, I was not doing a good job. So I really struggled to find the value in having like online classes, staring at Zoom screens uh, without anything like external to balance it out. So it really helped me to like move, take those courses and work while staring at the oceans, watching toucans fly around me um, and spending my happy hours with howling monkeys. So However, uh, moments like that for me were balanced out by moments like one I had in Europe this summer, uh, where um, my partner and I did a little Europe tour for like a month, and I had to present my brand strategy final project with Professor Gormley, and it was at midnight in on the street in Paris uh, while I was using my Zoom app on my iPhone because the internet was so crappy at the hotel, and I remember in the middle of me talking like for my part. Uh, there was Vespas blowing their horn and like drunken Parisians arguing about the last call. And so uh, as much as the tranquility of Costa Rica, I also had some uh, stressful moments of trying to do uh, Stern while traveling abroad. Q and I just shot our hands up. We're like, can, can you babysit me or something? Just like, <laughs> teach me how to live a little bit because... Everything you just said got better and better and better. <laughs> I feel like, to be completely frank, it was a really tough first year, but um, I was in person the first part. And then the second half, I took care of my mom um, when she battled breast cancer and was her caretaker. So when I look back, it's more gratitude for being able to, one, have such flexibility, be where I needed to be in California with my mom for her last moments, but also like learn and grow at the same time. So when I look back at the year, it's gratitude, but I also think still a lot of grief. Um, but let's not sit down because it's more of a celebratory episode. To be completely honest, the class that gave me the most heart palpitations was finance, but we passed it. So let's move on to our third question, huh? Are we, Barn, what made your heart beat fast? I think there are a couple of meaningful moments for me. One of them was when I first arrived to Stern and I realized in the midst of the pandemic that I am studying right by Washington Square Park, which was like amazing because I used to uh, come to New York a lot and this was my favorite park and that was like unbelievable that I'm here. And also, I remember an Israeli cooking workshop that I did last year. It was very fun to uh, make shakshuka with my classmates on a Sunday morning. Um, and just, you know, like the people here at Stern um, are amazing and are good friends. And I'm so lucky to have them in my life. Oh, I love that. So let's move on to the third question. How do you see the year ahead? What what are you excited about? So since we finished with the last talk of my hippie adventures in Costa Rica, um, so they made me realize, honestly, the vast amount of opportunity that is out there. And it really invigorated me to get more into the search for what I want next out of uh, the choices I make. So 
However, uh, the vastness of it all can be overwhelming sometimes. So my goal for the next year is to lean into doing things that have always excited me, but I perhaps was never brave enough to try. Uh, I want to try narrowing down my focus while expanding my experiences, if that makes sense. So for those that took Andrew Breen's tech product management course, which I am currently taking, uh, I feel like I'm doing his method of diverge and converge when making a product, but the product is me. So I want to go out, try something cool, and then come back, check back in in a couple of months and think about what that experience made me feel, what it means to me, what lesson I should take from it as I think about what I want to do next. So create a synthesis, go back out for more user testing, come back in, resynthesize, and honestly, Stern Chats is one of those things. Uh, I know it sounds narcissistic, but I feel like a part of me always desired a microphone and a way to have a stage. So um, as a kid in Bosnia, I used to be big into acting and performing. And when I moved to the States, um, that community kind of made me feel unwelcome and like an outcast. So I tried to push that part of myself way down and forget that it ever existed. So the last couple of years, I have been working on regaining that confidence and bravery uh, to pick up the microphone again and um, see how it goes. So other things I'm super excited about uh, this year that are part of my user testing process again is I'm going to move to London in January to March and uh, do a semester abroad there. I always regretted not doing that in undergrad. And then soon after I finish MBA, I'm going to go to India with my partner to complete our yoga teacher training. So let's see how I feel when I converge again this year. That sounds amazing. It sounds like you can't stop traveling, Muyazura. <laughs> and I would love you to take uh, me with you to the yoga uh, teaching yes. class in India. It sounds amazing. And I also love yoga and would love to uh, practice with you. Oh, I can't wait. We'll definitely do some practices. For me, I feel like a lot of this year is just adjusting, right? Like, I'm so happy that we're going to bring up mental health on this podcast. Um, you know, during the pandemic, like, you know, I started therapy and it was the best thing. And I feel like everyone should uh, go to therapy. Um, it, it, it has nothing to do with like there being something wrong with you. But like I have so many more coping mechanisms now. Right. Like I can identify things faster I spiral a little less, right? Um, but like, you know, none of that happens unless you kind of take time to just like work on yourself and and you know, you are kind of kind of like we were just saying, you are like your most important product, right? And so um, I mean, it's not lost on me that like 2020 was an intense year and then that spilled over into this year. And so, you know, personally, there's been a lot of changes in my life. We're back in person for school and, and work. And I just bought a condo, right? So I am like Ooh, literally wow. adjusting, yes. you know? And so that's going to be the theme at least till the end of the year. And then, you know, come spring, I'm looking forward to flourishing and, and just really enjoying everything, you know, slowing down and enjoying. And I think at least that's one of the things that COVID taught me. I love that too. Your relationship with yourself is the most important yeah. relationship you'll have your whole life. I'm, I echo every part of the self-care aspect. <laughs> and therapy aspect. Uh, yeah. I had to pull that plug uh, like April 
a month after COVID started where I was like, I can't do this alone. <laughs> so huge, huge advocate. There are so many resources here at Stern too mm-hmm. for um, mental health and therapies. And um, have you guys heard about Circle? Uh, it's the app that the two sternies developed, so right? There's also an app, yeah, yeah. but there's also uh, OCD are doing some group therapy sessions, I would wow. call it. Um, it's supposed to be around uh, future career and stuff like that, but it covers everything, and it's amazing. So I'm very excited for my group therapy tomorrow, actually. Wow. That sounds amazing. It also sounds very similar to Leadership Fellows, where uh, Haley and I cry every single week. <laughs> if, it, if you don't cry again, are you even doing your MBA right? No. <laughs> um, you know, I, I have a magic eight ball and I shake it and I look into it and I see less Zoom and I see more in-person events. I see I had lunch with someone, a potential employer yesterday. And she said to me, you have 10 months to live your life. And I said, you're right. So I see the opportunity to live La Vida Loca for the next 10 months until we start working. I'm excited for my new job. But, you know, there's going to be less flexibility to go to Beer Blast on a Wednesday at 4 p.m. And so I'm just excited to live life. Um, I'm excited to see people. I have some uh, weird social anxiety, which I've never had in my life. But per my therapist, you know, we went from being these little mice in our little hobbit hole apartments. And now we're out in the world. And uh, that's going to take an adjustment. So I'm just excited. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm in that yellow swag last year, but also feel my feelings throughout the whole year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I'm ignoring my credit card statement because money is just not real. Nope. That's what they teach you in the NBA, too. <laughs> Um, well, first of all, I am loving all of these therapy shout outs. Um, I was a psych major and I actually thought I was going to do a PsyD or PhD in psychology for a long time. Um, and I have a tattoo right here I was showing you guys, which is a semicolon, which is a symbol for suicide prevention. Um, and I actually volunteered at a suicide and crisis hotline in college. Um, so go therapy. It's great. It's like Ashley said, not even for when things are wrong. It's also for when things are going really well. And it just helps you, you know, problem solve really for the future and just have someone who's a really good backboard. So that's my little PSA on therapy. But I am, I'm like giddy right now about everything that you guys are talking about. Q, that was very inspiring. Like you have 10 months to live. I'm like, okay, here I go. Um, but I'm I'm so excited for like academically the Cannes Film Festival. Con, how do you guys say it? It's can. I butcher it. Can. I say can too, yeah. Okay. I, I avoid saying it. That's I know, but I can't avoid it on a podcast. <laughs> um yeah. I'm so excited traveling with some of my absolute best friends here to a film festival that is iconic and like being in the entertainment industry, I don't know when I will, would ever have this experience. Um, It's one of the reasons I applied to Stern. So I'm so excited about that. I'm really excited. I'm doing an independent study. Um, And I'm also just really, I am still excited about Stern chats. This feels 
so fun. I feel like I'm already getting to know you guys a lot better, which is what this whole program is about. Um, and I'm really excited to have a job offer one day. That day is not today, but I'm excited for it down the road. And I think it's a good time to move on to our last question. Tell us what is your superpower? Okay, so mine's lame, but useful. My superpower is organization. Um, is it lame? Yes. Is it useful? Also, yes. I organize prom. I've organized care for my mom. I like to think I organize my little hobbit hole apartment really well and efficiently. Um, so yeah, organizing is my superpower. You need, uh, you need help organizing. I'm here. So how come I'm the executive producer here? Muezira. <laughs> <laughs> I would say mine is strategically placed dark humor. We need that in, in our podcast. That is so a bit of me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the other one that gets to go along with that, I always say, um, is to say finding the broken piece of anyone, which might sound uh, anxiety-inducing for those having a conversation with me. So I try not to do it as much anymore. But I used to have this like talent of like within five minutes of meeting people, I could tell them, I could get them to tell me about their like most painful moment in life and the amount of people I've had crying within 10 minutes of meeting me. Uh, it's something that is worth uh, considering a superpower. Amazing. Ashley, what about you? What's your superpower? Yeah, I would definitely say uh, empathy and like holding space for people. Um, it's something that I feel like I tend to do a lot and I'm happy to do it uh, for people. Um, I think a lot of times people don't feel seen or heard. And so if I can provide that, I'm happy to do that. On a little lighter note, I would definitely say my other superpower is uh, like figuring out how to veganize any meal. So everyone's like, oh, are you a veganizer? Yeah. Everyone's like, are you a vegan? Like, not quite. Like, if I were to, like, go into, like, my exact, you guys would be so confused. But, like, I stay away from dairy as much as I can. And so, uh, you know, taking meals and figuring out how to make them tasty, but, like, still, like, fit in with, like, all my dietary restrictions. I've got good reviews. Would love to make an episode around this, actually. Yeah. I think my secret is secret power is being a hype woman. I love pumping people up, bringing positive energy, making other people feel good. One day I'm going to try to make a solo career off, off hyping people up. So you are hyping me. Yeah. Everyone needs that hype man or woman. You need so, a you need yes. a yes girl, yes. but also a no person when it's too late at night and you, you gotta go home. <laughs> Charlotte, what about you? Probably a little bit of what you guys have said in terms of I'd call it like empathetic problem solving, which sounds really jargony, but whether it's you know a friend going through something or solving a really tough business problem. I'm I'm good at seeing the issues in a very different way and thinking of solutions that people don't necessarily come up with, um, you know, and communicating wise, it's could be negotiating, writing, um, just talking to people. But I 
really do love to edit and proofread. Um, I love when my friends have me do their cover letters and resumes. So if you ever need help, more than happy to. Bar, what's your superpower? We have to ask you as well. Yeah, um, I think I have a good intuition uh, about people. So I can get inspired by a person before he even introduced himself. And then I keep asking so many questions. My friends here at Stern know that. And I don't know, I feel like people are the greatest thing in the world. And I'm, I allow myself to say that I think that I know how to make people feel that way. I see it wholeheartedly. Yeah, you are definitely a sponge with people in the best, the best sponge. Thank you, Haley. Absorbent. Thank you, Haley, for um, kicking this off with me. And thank you, everyone. Can't wait to hear your interviews and stories in the coming season. So stay tuned, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, you, Bar. Thank you, Haley. (laughs) Darn chats. Yeah. I think it is a great moment to hand it to our second group of hosts. Please welcome Matt, Khalil, and Niha. So we want our listeners to get to know you better before we kick off this amazing season at Stern Chats. So why won't we start with you, Matt? Tell us a little bit about your background, your passion, your interests. Sure, be happy to. So my name is Matt Givner. I was born and raised in Los Angeles. I did my undergraduate degree at Wesleyan University, where I studied international relations. And that was partly why I then spent the next three years living and working in China. I had dreams of joining the State Department. And uh, although those were later dashed, I still had a great time in China. I was there as an English teacher. And then I later worked at the PR department in Lenovo, decided to move back, uh, moved to Denver, started a digital marketing company. And then I was poached by a potential client in the cannabis industry. So I became their director of marketing for the next five years before deciding it was time to get the MBA. I successfully recruited for management consulting, so I'll be going to Parthenon next year. I'm very excited about it. Uh, in terms of passion, uh, I think number one passion would be traveling. I, you know, I mentioned I lived abroad for a little while, but I'm fortunate to have gotten to travel as much as I have. And I think, frankly, it's you know probably the most important thing anyone can do is to travel, expose themselves to new cultures, learn new things, not only because it's a great way to learn about other people, cultures, places, but... I've always found it was a great way to learn about my own people, culture, places. Um, sometimes you don't really appreciate things you take for granted until you go somewhere where none of that is true. And I, I'm a big believer that we all live in our own bubbles, and I try and pop mine as frequently as possible. What was your last, your most recent destination? My most recent destination was with several of our classmates to Turks and Caicos uh, over the summer in August. And my next one will be next week, actually, going to the Poconos. I'll meet you there, Matt. Terrific. (laughs) Niha, what about you? Tell us a little bit about your background, your interests. So I was born in India, spent a little bit of time in Kuwait, and then in Canada. So definitely moved around a little bit. Uh, An engineer by training, but I kind of like to think of myself as an aspiring dancer. You know, that small piece of you that still doesn't want to let go of that. Uh, I study a Indian classical dance form. And I actually really love that the MBA is a little bit of a blend of art and science and you can really indulge in all of these different interests. 
Uh, Matt, I'm so glad that, you know, you spoke about travel because I think that has been such a big influence for me. I actually spent about eight months somewhere in the middle of my career volunteering uh, for an organization called Global Giving. And I traveled India by road. And I just, the best part was just listening to stories, you know, from farmers or truck drivers. Those were usually the most entertaining or passengers on the train. And they were all just as interesting as, you know, many of the chats that we've had in the MBA. Yeah, I'm so excited to learn more about your stories and also listen to you this semester and this year, because I will say your voice is like butter. So I'm very excited to <laughs> listen even more. Thank you. I'm excited too. Khalil, how are you? Howdy. I am great. I'm really excited to be here. I'm very, very flattered. This is going to be a great season. We are also very excited to have you. Can you tell us a bit about your background? What did you do before Stern? Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I was born in Houston, Texas, uh, but I mostly grew up in northern New Jersey, like 40 minutes outside of New York City um, in a town called Randolph. So I always say I'm from New York unless I'm talking to somebody from New York, in which case I'm, I'm really from New Jersey. Um, my mom's from Columbia. My dad's from, he was born in a town called Kuva, Trinidad, but his family is really from a teeny tiny island um, off of Grenada in the Southern Caribbean called Karakou. Um, so I also grew up traveling a lot. I'm loving that common theme among uh, the hosts so far. Um, yeah, I did my undergrad at Columbia University where I studied political science and sustainable development. Um, did a stint with Teach for America in Miami and then spent almost my entire career Uh, really in digital marketing and specifically search engine optimization. Um, so I love that. It was a great fit for a long time because SEO is like a great balance of the creative and the technical. But I eventually started to feel kind of painted into a corner. So I decided to, to come get my MBA um, so I could tackle like bigger problems, uh, ideally in a bigger organization. I mostly worked in startups and small business. Um, and I wanted to be able to use like a wider set of skills. And so I came in with like a general management kind of idea. Um, and I was pretty industry agnostic and something that's happened over the last two years that I've been at Stern. Um, I'm pretty sure I want to pivot into the health space now. Um, I had a great internship, great general management internship. Um, but I do think I want to try something a little more strategic. And so now I am drifting towards consulting, which I think is the most standard MBA kind of outcome that you could possibly imagine. Um, yeah. And outside of that, I don't know. I love to hike, love to ski, love craft beer, um, love cannabis, love Matt Givner's uh, background in cannabis. He's always very humble. He worked for like one of the, I lived in Denver for four years. Matt worked for like the best known brand or one of the top best known brands um, in the legal retail industry, um, which I think is, he kind of hides under the radar here in New York, but in Colorado, he's a huge deal. I agree with you. He's very humble. He also didn't tell our listeners about his friend Snoop Dogg. <laughs> the <What? best> story. <laughs> I Bring have to leave on, some, some things out, right? I can't give it all away in the first date. <laughs> so when I joined LiveWell was the name of the company. I was their marketing manager and there was a director of marketing above me. And my first six months were spent planning the launch of Snoop Dogg's brand of cannabis. We were the exclusive producers and sellers of it. Um, we were going to later wholesale it out. And the whole time I was working on it, I was bummed because I knew that this launch party was only for the C-suite and directors. And so I would not be included. And then about a month before the launch party, the director of marketing left the company 
and I was promoted. And my very first question to the COO was, does this mean I get to go to the Snoop Dogg party? Which I did. So that was the first time I met Snoop Dogg. Um, the second time I met Snoop Dogg was about six months after that. We flew to LA, my Live Well team, to meet his team to kind of give him an update on how things were going. And one of my favorite memories from that was the meeting was probably two hours long. And Snoop spent the entirety of it chiefing this gigantic joint. Um, <laughs> he was the only one in the room partaking, but he's allowed to because he's Snoop Dogg. And nevertheless, he had some great questions and insights. Like he's a he's a smart guy. You don't you don't get to be this successful this long by being dumb. So um, I got to see him a couple times after that. But those are two of my favorite interactions. <laughs> I've never had as substantive an interaction with Snoop Dogg. I will say he came to um, he came to Columbia. I think my junior year for our like spring concert. Uh, and yeah, he spent the whole time just like facing huge blinds. I've never seen anyone smoke that much weed. Um, which that's great. You know, as a marketer or someone with a marketing background, I really appreciate when the brand is like on point. Working in the entertainment industry prior, the one thing I knew about Snoop Dogg was that he will always have a blunt in his hands and it's always smoking. Um, so uh, I love that travel Snoop Dogg and cannabis are some of our passions here. Neha, I'd love to know more about your year last year what in 2020, 2021 um, made your heart beat a little faster at Stern? What were some of the anxieties? We'd love to just kind of get a recap of your year last year. Of course. So I am actually a tech MBA, one of the few, and we are the COVID babies. So uh, we were supposed to start last year in May. And of course, it got delayed to July, and we finally made it here in Jan 3rd or something like that. So, uh, you know, it was none of you were here. I think you and you, your cohort were still remote. Uh, and it was just us, you know, in campus, taking a few classes in person with masks on, you know, six feet apart. So I think for me, even though now fall, you know, we're back in person, we're sitting next to each other, I'm getting to know you all. I think for me, my memories were really like that first semester of winter. It's cold. We don't know what's happening, what this year is going to be like, but we'd already jumped. We'd already committed and we, we made that decision that this was going to be our one year experience. And I think the, the anxiety was how do we balance out this need to, you know, develop these amazing relationships, get to know our peers, you know, have all of those social experiences that we think the MBA is going to be but at the same time, not get COVID. <laughs> so just, you know, of course, you know, I think we, 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 I think we did a great job, but we still found ways. I remember of uh, finding outdoor bars middle of the winter in Brooklyn, because that's the only place that might accommodate, uh, you know, slightly larger crowds that could socially distance and we'd be freezing with our jackets and our, you know, drinks and still trying to have a conversation because you're just so excited that we were here and, you know, wanting to get to know each other. Uh, so I think for me, you know, that that's really where my heart uh, races a little bit. Just to think that in January and February, we didn't know about the vaccine, but we were, we were, we were doing it and it was happening. And it was, I think, you know, that saying, they say that, you know, those who kind of experience uh, trauma together bond deeply. <laughs> so I think our cohort is deeply bonded in that way. 
It's so interesting that you're saying this because I totally feel the same about our class too. Uh, so we are all full-time MBA uh, students and I feel like the connections are very strong just because of the time and uh, the circumstances. Matt, looking back at last year, what made your heart beat a little faster? So other than getting the phone call from NYU saying I'd been exposed to COVID and I had to quarantine, which of course is very exciting. Uh, only happened once and it was all good. Um, other than that, I would say, uh, you know, there's always the fear that leaving your mic on in a Zoom class when it shouldn't be and saying something awkward or inappropriate. I think we all still deal with that today. Um, I, I mentioned going to the Turks and Caicos with some of our classmates in August and uh, my fellow Turks and Caico friends will know DJ TJ. And we danced out late into the night in the early morning on the dance floor and in the pool later on. That was great. Uh, I also remember it was great when we took the boat to Ellis Island and uh, we had this gorgeous view of the Statue of Liberty. And there was like this beautiful sailboat right in front of it as the sun was going down. It was just like picture perfect. And uh, definitely was a great New York memory for me. I don't think I'd gotten to see the Statue of Liberty that close since I was, you know, in elementary school visiting with my folks. And the last one I'll mention for friends of mine who are in uh, business drivers, anytime Godet decides to review your project uh, report in class, that is going to get your heart racing for sure. <laughs> Definitely. I can second that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, are you a New Yorker unless you haven't had Godet review your paper? That's not even a good joke. <laughs> um, okay, Khalil, what last year made your heart beat fast? Honestly, seeing some of uh, the amounts I was going to be paid was really exciting. That definitely made my heart beat fast. 50, 60, 70% increases uh, over what I made pre-Stern. So successful business school experience on that front. Um, I mean, a big moment for me was actually coming back this fall as an orientation leader um, and seeing just the energy and excitement specifically of our cohort of orientation leaders and how that flooded out into the incoming MBA ones. Um, you know, talk about trauma bonding. I think there was also something very special about just welcoming a whole new family of folks who weren't going to be exposed to some of the hardships that we were exposed to. And I think there was a good exchange of like the genuine excitement and wisdom on our classes part and just like the total open kind of, open-mindedness and open-heartedness of the class under us um, that made that launch week a lot of fun to work as an OL. So that's, that's one of my, one of my fast heart beating moments for sure. I love that. I feel like they are exposed to less trauma and maybe exposed to less COVID. You'll never know unless the scientists go in there. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> I just wanted to say, I love this question because it makes me the first thing I think of when I hear this question is that song, because uh, every time we touch, I get this feeling. <laughs> so it's, it's been stuck in my head since you asked me that question. I just thought I would share that. Moving on to the next question, I'm curious to hear from you. How do you see the year ahead? So what excites you the most? Miha, let's start with you. Well, I'm going to be graduating the end of January. Uh, we wrap up the semester and our class goes to a West Coast immersion to Seattle and San Francisco to really take in the best of technology on that side and see what's happening there. 
For me personally, it will be, I will be hopefully a, a product manager in some tech company. So stay tuned for that as well as uh, Stern Chats evolves. Uh, I'm personally really excited to be doing this because I think the student experience is this, right? It's orientation. It's all the great clubs that we get to be a part of, especially listening to all of these great stories. So I think that is going to be a huge part of my last couple of months here. And I think I'm also just really looking forward to continuing um, some of the great I would say adventures that I started in the MBA. So certainly entrepreneurship and all of the experimentation that I've done with the Leslie E Labs and now with Berkeley, and really seeing if uh, I can continue with you know a venture that I'm kind of working on on the side. Mitt, how do you see the year ahead? What excites you the most? I think this year should be particularly exciting because I feel like we are all needing to make up for lost time. And we're staring down our final year of a two-year program. One of those years spent largely locked up in our, you know, apartments. So I think we're all kind of in the same mindset of let's make the most of it. Let's go out. Let's meet each other. Grades don't matter. So let's make these connections that'll last a lifetime. And for me personally, I think Barr and Haley have heard me say this before. Uh, my philosophy for this year is uh, what Jim Carrey's was in the film Yes Man, which is I'm saying yes to all the things. That is one of the many reasons, by the way, why I'm fortunate enough to be here as a Stern Chats host, because I said yes to all the things. And I think that's a good philosophy for all of us to embrace uh, for the second year. And I'm just excited to make those connections, make memories and uh, get to know all my classmates in our final few months that we have with each other. Matt, I'd love to echo your point about just diving in, making the most out of it. I'm the most excited for all the free food and free alcohol we need to take advantage of. So <laughs> looking forward to that. I was promised business school would have a lot of more free food than I think we got to experience. So I'm very looking forward to making up for that. And I think I've done a pretty good job so far at the various events we've attended. You definitely <laughs> Yeah, and saying yes is definitely um, something we need to do more, not only in business school, but, you know, in life in general. And that's what we're learning in the impro class that we're taking. Yes, and? Yes. Yes, and. <laughs> Freaking love that philosophy, too, how it's an inward and an outward viewpoint. And also setting your foundation for the next 10 plus years. I don't know about you, but once I hit 40, that's when I hope. It all comes together. I remember in elementary school looking up at the sixth graders and thinking, wow, they're so grown up. And then when I was in sixth grade, I would look at the ninth graders and be like, wow, they're really grown up and so on <laughs> and so forth. And I'm still at that point where I'm like, I still don't feel like a grown up yet. And I don't know when that's going to happen. And I think the secret is it never does. You just keep faking it until people ask. <laughs> also, who wants to grow up? You know, I kind of like the situation of not knowing what I want to do, never, ever, you know, it's part Very of true. the experience and the fun. Yeah, I legit think New York is just full of Peter Pans. We do not like to grow up in this city. Well said. So on that note, let's wrap up our beautiful host introduction and let's go and see what our superpowers are. Matt, what do you think your superpower is? So I, I would have to say, ironically enough, given the medium here, uh, it would be writing communications generally. Um, 
I, you know, my creative outlet is writing. That's how I like to express myself, you know, writing poems, songs, short stories. I've attempted a book, attempted a couple. Attempt is the operative word there. Um, and, you know, I, I mentioned earlier, I growing up wanted to be in the State Department, wanted to be a diplomat, help bring people together. I thought that would be the best use of my superpower um, in terms of communications and finding common ground. Great. Niha, tell us what your superpower is. I thought long and hard about this. And I think my superpower is that I have just enough information on a really diverse set of topics such that I can kind of have a conversation on pretty much everything or anything. It's not that I know the details, but I can just get away with enough to sustain at least, I think, like a 30-minute conversation. And an example that comes to mind is I, I had a conversation recently with someone who's doing a PhD in philosophy. And it was so overwhelming because I, I mean, h- how do you even sort of have a conversation around, around such a deep and rich topic? But, you know, I, we had taken something, uh, we had recently read Cicero in our professional responsibility class. And I was like, okay, I got this. And some of my knowledge from here and there all streamed together because I think I've just, you know, I love reading and the travels, all of those experiences come together. And and somehow, you know, I could connect with this person who is, in my view, from a different planet uh, in terms of existence, you know, philosophy and an MBA sort of having a conversation. So I, I think I'd like to claim this as my superpower. I love that superpower. You can use your own encyclopedias to connect. My favorite website on the internet is Wikipedia. So this is a great connection already. Khalil, what is your superpower? So I think I would have to say my superpower is, I guess, like resilience. Um, I used to tell a joke, which I like definitely exhausted. It was that when I turned 29, like my apartment burned down and then things got worse. So like being 29 and up, there was a lot of challenges and debacles, kind of like one thing after the other. I lost some relatives. Like there was a huge life change coming to graduate school, all this stuff. Um, And that was especially difficult because I think like prior to 2019, my life was hilariously easy, just like no failure, no challenges, no hardship in the grand scheme of things. Um, But yeah, the lesson there has been, I think that we are all a lot tougher than we think we are, um, which is can actually be really, really inspiring and can be a source of strength when you know kind of what you're capable of, of withstanding. Um, So yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely called the way I show up at Stern. You know, I think, Knowing yourself, knowing you have that resilience, having a willingness to put yourself out there, you know, having the the willingness to be vulnerable and take up space and get your hands dirty, all of that is, I think, quintessential to being a successful journey and also just being like a happy journey. Um, and so, yeah, all that to say, I think my my superpower is resilience. Khalil, I think I know exactly why you'd make a great orientation leader. This is exactly what the new cohorts need to hear. Words of wisdom. I'm actually so sad to let you go, but we will wrap up here. And thank you so much. I can't wait to listen to your interviews this season. I'm excited to see what comes. I feel like we have the best people as our Stern Chats hosts. We have the most 
encyclopediatic people besides my vocabulary to add to this season. It's going to be great.